When you made that decision to home educate your kids, you never expected it was going to be like this. You knew there would be ups and downs. You expected there would be difficult days, but you never thought you would be unhappy. In today's episode, I want to address this. I want to address the most common cause of unhappiness in your homeschooling life and what you can do to turn things around. This is episode number 70 of the Raising Mums podcast. Welcome to Raising Mums, a live weekly broadcast streaming on Facebook and Instagram that inspires mums to live with purpose and intention, to raise their children mindfully and empowers mothers everywhere to own their lives and thrive doing it. Now, unhappiness is a very strong word. And I want to make it clear that what we're talking about here is not the kind of unhappiness that comes from depression. Depression is something that anybody can can experience, but that's not what we're talking about in today's episode. When I say unhappiness, what I mean are those negative feelings that you feel, perhaps on a regular basis, like worry and stress, that life isn't quite working out the way you had hoped it would work out. And many of you may think that you're not actually unhappy, you just feel a sense of unease. You're not as content as you'd like to be. You're worried, you're stressed out. But all of these negative emotions play a part in feeling generally unhappy. Let me tell you a story about a dozen miniature plastic whales. Yes, I did just say a dozen miniature plastic whales. (laughs) Let me explain. Several years ago, I did what so many of us do when we get excited about homeschooling. I went onto my WhatsApp group and told all my friends about our latest discovery. And I told them about my son's fascination in marine mammals, particularly in whales. And of course, in their enthusiasm, they replied back, telling me that their son or daughter was also interested in that subject, and then shared photos. The feed filled with photograph after photograph, photos of cute kids doing these amazing activities that must have taken their clever mums and dads quite a lot of time to put together. And they looked really engaged. And all we were doing was reading from books. I instantly felt moved to try something myself. If you had asked me at the time what I was feeling, I would have probably told you that I felt inspired. But that would actually be far too generous to myself. Actually, what I felt was inadequate and insecure. But I didn't realise it at the time. I didn't stop to think about it. Instead, I rushed online and bought the same large tube of miniature plastic whales that so many of the other mums had been raving about. You know, you might be laughing right now listening to this because you've done exactly the same kind of thing. And so you know how this story is going to end. And when it arrived the next day, I set everything up out on the table, just like those photos had shown me. I was so excited and maybe just a little bit proud of myself. Eagerly, I called the children down to come and see. A little bit confused, but willing, they played along. 
They started to complete the hands-on activity that I'd set up for them, but their excitement did not match mine. Less than five minutes later, I could see that they were restless. Even my budding marine biologist quickly lost interest. This wasn't the way he learnt. This wasn't what he was used to. This wasn't what he enjoyed doing. They all wandered off into the garden, laughing and playing in the sun, none the wiser to the anguish that was going on in my heart. Looking down at the kitchen table, I wondered, a dozen miniature plastic whales. What was I thinking? (laughs) Now, some of you will think that that sounds like a great hands-on activity, you know, identifying the whales by looking at them, matching them to cards with the right name written on it, perhaps making fact cards about that whale, all kinds of hands-on activities you can do, various invitations to play for the younger kids. Yes, these are all incredible and they can work really well, but not for my children. I know my children so well now, and yet I forgot. I forgot in that moment when I was on that WhatsApp group and what caused all those feelings of inadequacy, what caused all those feelings of worry and guilt and shame. It is the same thing that makes the vast majority of us feel unhappy discontent or any of the various negative emotions we can feel and that is comparing yourself to others. In that moment I wasn't thinking oh this is wonderful I'm so pleased for all those other mums they're doing such a great job I'm so proud of them all. No my brain went straight to I'm doing it wrong. My kids are gonna miss out I'm not doing enough. All we do is read books or watch documentaries. We don't do any of that stuff. And I allowed my thoughts to run riot, like an unsupervised toddler in a sweet shop. I took took no time to sort out the chaos that was going on in my mind. And I just reacted. And then, of course, I regretted. I regretted the actions that I took from that place. The problem with comparing yourself to anybody is that it robs you of gratitude. It robs you of feeling grateful for everything that you do have because you're so focused on what you don't. You forget those precious gifts that you have been given, that each of your children have been given. You forget your blessings. You forget Allah. And then in that state of complete heedlessness, you start making decisions about how you want to educate your children Of course, of course you will regret the decisions you make from that place. Because those decisions were not fueled from faith and trust in Allah, from love. They were fueled based upon your ego. They were fueled by your insecurities. Another problem with comparing yourself is that you lose compassion. You forget that whilst that person on Instagram or your friend maybe doing one part of homeschooling really well, they also have hard days. They also have struggles in their life that you don't see. Struggles that you don't even have in your own life. And that mum who you think's doing it so well, 
She has her struggles and she needs your support. She probably looks at you and compares herself to you and wonders how you do everything so well. And then one day, when you've been spending days or weeks comparing yourself to that mum, that comparison may have turned into envy. And consumed with your own feelings of lacking, rather than choosing empathy and love with these people who need your support, you become envious. And maybe you even lose some friends. Of course, there are situations where it might be good to compare ideas, to bounce ideas off each other, to compare your approach of home education with somebody else. You know, if you're looking for a new curriculum, a new way of teaching something, some new ideas to jazz things up in your homeschool, then yeah, okay. Ask around your friends, compare things, that's fine. And that can be a lot of fun. But when you approach those conversations, my dear sister, make sure that your heart is in the right place. Make sure that you're approaching those times with your friends or your browsing social media or whatever it is, make sure that it's coming from a place of love and compassion where you're cheering on your fellow homeschoolers and it's not coming from a place of insecurity. So before we continue with the rest of today's episode, I just want to pause for a quick break to tell you about an incredible resource that I have for you and your family. Connect with your children this Ramadan strengthen their iman, deepen their love for Islam with our exclusive library for Muslim parents. Choose from hundreds of free resources, teach Quran, Sirah, the 99 names of Allah, Ramadan and Eid crafts and much more. Create a memorable and meaningful Ramadan for your kids. Visit ourmuslimhomeschool.com forward slash library to get access to our huge library of hundreds of educational resources for Muslim kids. That's ourmuslimhomeschool.com forward slash library. And like I mentioned in that story, don't be fooled by feeling quote unquote inspired. Feeling truly inspired feels very different to feeling insecure. Am I right? That fear that you're not doing the right thing, that your children are missing out, that you're not doing enough. I know as a homeschooler, especially if you're new, you might be curious about what other people are doing around you. You want to learn more about home education and it makes sense to you to see what everyone else is doing, to see how everyone else approaches it. I want you to ask yourself this question. Is that curiosity that you feel coming from a place of love or fear? Are you looking to cheer people on? Are you looking to really to learn? Or are you approaching this because you're afraid and you're uncertain if you are enough? Are you really excited and eager to learn more? Or are you just feeling insecure? Because I promise you, if it's the latter, if it's just because you're feeling insecure, no amount of comparison is going to make you feel more confident. Confidence in your own ability to homeschool your kids does not come from comparing yourself to any of your friends. It comes from within you. And what makes me laugh at my own stupidity is that I know how 
children learn differently. That's one of the reasons why we started homeschooling is because I don't believe in this cookie cutter approach to education where every child has to fit into a certain box, this one size fits all education. I wanted my children's education to be broad and wide and vast and fit their own specific needs. And yet here I am comparing the education I am giving my children to the education that other women are giving theirs, as if we should all be doing the same thing. And I have no doubt that you are homeschooling your children for very similar reasons. You want them to learn in a way that works for them. You want to teach them subjects that they will love and that align with your values. And you don't believe that all children should be forced to learn the same material in the same way. So why are you comparing yourself to other people's children? I've said this on the podcast before and I'm going to say it again. You have been given your children by Allah. Allah chose you to be their mother. Not the other mum at co-op, not that person on Instagram, not your friend from around the corner. Allah chose you and he gave you everything you need within you to raise them well. And if I could give any advice to you right now, and I speak to myself as well, stay in your lane. Stop looking at what everyone else is doing. You will not find the answers that you are searching for. From looking at the lives of your friends and people on social media, you will only find those answers within yourself. You are a good mother. You have come this far. Make dua and believe in yourself. You can do this. So before we wrap up for today, I want to thank all of you who have left a review for the podcast. There's been a sudden influx of five-star reviews, of people writing reviews, and I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for doing that because it makes a massive difference to the reach of this show, to how many people find it and actually press play and are curious to find out more. So I'm going to read one of the reviews that was left recently that made me smile. This, this review is from Hima at number two. She says, get your notebook out. The podcast is very simply delivered and relatable issues are discussed. I find myself easily listening to a few episodes at a time. It's like a chat. I'll advise ladies to get a notebook, perhaps dedicated to homeschool and mum life advice. Well, thank you so much, Hema, for leaving that and for leaving five stars. Um, that did make me smile. And I do agree. If you have a notebook out when you listen to these podcasts, you will get so much more out of them. So if you haven't already, head over to wherever you listen to this podcast and leave a five star review. And if you've got a few extra seconds to spare, Write a written review of why other mums like you should listen to the Raising Mums podcast. And if you are listening to this on YouTube, make sure you give this video a thumbs up. And don't forget to join our free library of hundreds of educational resources for Muslim kids. There is so much on there. And as we're coming into Ramadan, I know you're going to be looking for worthwhile, meaningful activities to do with your children. And you will find hundreds there. Just go to ourmuslimhomeschool.com forward slash library or click on the link in the show notes. 
Thank you so much for joining me here today. Have a beautiful week and a beautiful Ramadan. Assalamu alaikum.